You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Happy Endings After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Happy Endings After Show. Hey there, After Buzzers. Yeah, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the Happy Endings Preview Show. So excited for the new season. Hi, I am Matt Lieberman. And I'm Kelly. And welcome, welcome, welcome. So, Kelly, we had a great second season last year. Yes, Third we did. season premieres next week. I'm so excited. I'm sure you are, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what were some of your favorite moments from last season? We have so much to cover. <sighs> there were so, so many. Um, well, it was the year of Penny. Yes. So the year of Penny is coming to a close. So I'm, you know, once we get into the like the new season stuff, I'm excited to see kind of where that goes. But mm-hmm. watching her kind of, you know, go through her year was yeah. fun for me. The whole Jane with the vision board trying mm-hmm. to bring everything to fruition. She really grew a lot last year, <laughs> she I thought. Did. Mm-hmm. They all did in their mm-hmm. own ways. Yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, Max dating. I loved Grant. I was, you know, yeah. sad that that didn't. I was didn't... really bummed that that didn't work out. But that was cute kind of to see that whole other side of him and mm-hmm. not, you know, the dirty frat boy guy so much. But yeah. him kind of grow a little bit and that was fun to watch. And yeah. And Brad and Jane. I love, love, love Brad and Jane. They're my favorite couple on TV. It used to be Marshall and Lily on How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Now I'm all Brad and Jane all the time. They're just so nutty and so crazy about each other uh-huh. and like just so sexually charged. They're just so funny. Very funny. Highly neurotic people. So I love that. I think the Kirkovich way was probably one of my favorite episodes. Yes. That was so good. Uh, for those who don't remember, that was the episode where uh, Jane and Alex uh, tried to convince Dave and uh, convince Dave that Alex and Dave did not sleep together by doing something that the Kirkoviches had been doing since many generations before, just skillfully, skillfully lying and digging their way out of holes. Yep. They yeah. just make you believe something else. Yes, exactly. See if you don't remember, really? What? That's crazy. <laughs> no, we were we were watching Streep. Well, I do love me some Streep. <laughs> but no, there was. What was your favorite episode? There was a lot of good ones. Oh God, um, I think my my personal favorite, maybe the one right before that, where or where Brad and Jane are having sex dreams about Dave. He <laughs> he opens the speakeasy in his food truck to impress mm-hmm. Colin Hanks. And he's lacing these drinks, and uh, Brad is just so furious at Jane for having these sex dreams, and then he starts having them too. Because why they drinking like moonshine or yeah? Things? No, it wasn't moonshine. It was like it was like he it wasn't like paint thinner or something. I'm thinking about the master that P.T. Anderson movie, but it was some some uh, like lead like lead or something was in the drink, mm-hmm. and it was giving them all these crazy sex dreams. 
Um, so, so funny. My favorite sequence of last season, though, had to be um, when Brad went to the dentist. Of course. And he had that elaborate dance sequence. Yes. It was just so awesome. And then the Lena, the, uh-oh. What, what do you mean, uh-oh? You mean, ah. <laughs> yeah. And then it became sort of like they accepted the fact that they're sort of meta friends. Right. A little bit. Um, with uh, with drugged out Brad in the back of the car, you know, Chandler and Joey, <laughs> Monica, oh my God, you yeah. guys are my best friends. That was, that, yeah, we talked about that last season too, the, the whole reference to friends and all of that, because this is kind of friends for a little bit younger of a crowd. I'd say that. I think just, just the kind of situations that they're in, mm-hmm. and not that when friends started out, they were necessarily a lot older than these guys. No. It was just a whole different kind of vibe. Yeah. Just everything that they're doing. I, th- I feel like this is a younger-minded kind of group of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially the way that they handle yeah. certain situations and things. I want to throw something out at you. A critic last season uh, talked about New Girl being one of the first Post post nine eleven shows where shows are starting to return to these like you know lower stakes more about character comedy people relating to each other and I think happy endings which preceded New Girl I think might have been the very first of this sort of like crop. Well, I personally and not not to knock New Girl, I I, yeah. I really like the show. Yeah, but it kind of had to grow on me a little bit. Sure, I thought at the beginning of that that um. Her character was a little too much over the top. I wanted to throw my remote at my television sometimes. And sometimes when that happens, you can't even get as far to get to know the character. Yeah. So it kind of stops you a little because it gets to be a little too annoying when it's Mm -hmm. too over the top. And I feel that they evened it out a little. Yeah. And the guys on that show have kind of, you know, balanced it out very well. But it had to grow to that. I feel like at Happy Endings, when I first started watching it. It was organic. It was right there. I loved everybody instantly. Mm -hmm. And they were all so different, but they fit so well well together I, yeah. th- I i we i mean and we give kudos to the writers all the time and mm-hmm. we had a lot of the writers in with us to chat about it last season and i just i love the writing and i love how relatable it is yeah. to you know to my generation yeah you know the different the you know the scene where brad and jane are in the elevator and it's you know ice cube today was a good day is playing it's mm-hmm. probably you know one of my favorite yeah one of my favorite scenes it's you know i think they just you like these people. You want to hang out with these people. Even, you know, the side characters that come in. Yeah. You know, that, you know, like the, the big, you know, the big wedding at the end of last season. Yes. You know, the, what was it? Derek getting mm-hmm. there? You know, we, we want to see Derek. Yeah, Derek and Eric. Yeah. Derek. Yeah. <laughs> loved, loved him. Yeah. So, you know, we want to see him come I back. love this show. In a way, they almost kind of, they break some of those rules that like you're not supposed to break where they, they do a lot of references and they, they, you know, they make up their own sort of catchphrases, but it all works. Like, n- I, like, I don't think anyone could ever possibly feel like they were on the outside of the joke because they love these people so much. Mm-hmm. It's just they are so lovable as characters. And I love the way, especially Alex, how she's grown since the pilot and found her niche. Alicia Cuthbert is just so funny on the show. I love, and, and we talked about this too before, I love the fact that they didn't make her just be the hot girl. Yeah. That she's actually quirky. She's funny. She's, she's super ridiculous, goofy. Yeah. And she's the most probably one of the more awkward out of the group. Absolutely. And she can tackle a rack of ribs like nobody else. (laughs) Yes, she can. I think my favorite were her baby tees. When she tried to have the baby tees and all the teenagers came Yeah, and she just wanted to be popular. And they just, oh my God, it was like these little onesies. (laughs) And it's like these 
teenage girls are wearing them, the whole yeah. pack of Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. It's so not okay. It's not okay. But that's what I love about the show. They go there. They yeah. take it that extra, you know, my, and she's so doe-eyed and cute. And you don't hate her, even though at the beginning we find out, you know, she's the one that broke Dave's heart. Exactly. You know, you so know. she was supposed, you know, she was kind of a bad guy in yeah. the beginning. It's a testament to the strength of the cast and the strength of the writing that we not only forgot about it, it's like so long in the past. I don't think it ever really affected how I felt about her as mm-hmm. a character. And like just, I don't know, the relationships are so strong. I love, um, I loved that they brought this sort of development of Penny potentially having feelings for Dave. I know it was a little controversial, but it was last so year. subtle. Though. Yeah, it was very subtle. They didn't throw it in your face. No. It, it came up twice last year. Mm-hmm. It came up twice. It was just a therapist putting the thought in her head, and she just let it gestate. Mm-hmm. until, you know, in the finale we thought maybe something was going to happen. You know, we're tabling that for now, but it's something that happens in groups of friends. You just, you right. realize, you know, I might be attracted to this person more than I let myself realize. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's very complicated. It's not something that can just come out and you have a big blow up or you get together. It's something right. that it, it takes a lot to, to say that to a friend, to someone that you've known for years since they were kids. Right. And that's one thing that we've, you know, found out through the course of the show is they all have different relationships and how long that they've known each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Max and Penny dated. Yeah. Which is, you know, really funny. And, and I love that know, episode where his, where his, uh, his ex-girlfriend exactly comes, in. comes into town and they have this just weird competition. <laughs> because Penny's super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but I and I, I love, love, love Penny and her awkwardness, mm-hmm. and you know, and she has a lot, of, and all of these characters do. They have you know character flaws, and we can actually relate to them. And they all have you know self esteem issues, or you know these different issues in different ways yeah. that they all kind of help each other kind yeah. of you know come out of, like the um, V neck intervention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which was so funny, but no, just V-necks make him feel safe. When he was a kid, people would bully him, and and with a V-neck, he could slip out of it and run away. And like, I almost felt like at the time, it was like, uh, where is this explanation coming from? But it just it felt so real to me. Mm-hmm. They're all very vulnerable, which makes them real. You know, with the, with the whole Max and Grant thing, we saw vulnerability there that I think we continue to see over the course of the season that we hadn't seen from Max. He he puts up the most walls. Right. I feel of just about anybody. You know, maybe Jane would say that she she would but she's so loony that you can see right but through them. But she's more of a control freak. Yeah. Though. She's that type she's a neurotic. personality. Yeah. But Max is more, he's guarded. He's mm-hmm. a little more hidden and he's not your typical gay character. And no. I really liked that a lot about the way Adam plays him. Absolutely. You know, Adam Pally that plays Max. I like that he kind of, it doesn't, you know, necessarily go one way or the other. He's just a dude. Yeah. You know, he's just he's a dude. He's just a dude, dude who out. loves dudes. Yep. And, and that's, that's, really and that's that. Is. Which is just which is just so awesome. You don't see enough of that, except for maybe like on the Sarah Silverman program mm-hmm. a few years ago. But this is really the only other example I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, most characters you see are either really, really flamboyant. You know, that's always something that you know right off the bat. Yeah, that- somebody's playing gay, mm-hmm. or it's or it's playing it up, or you know. Modern Family, like they're very natural, but it's still it's a it, they're types we've seen. Right, I think that this is a little bit different. Yeah. it's just it gave it a little bit of a different kind of edge to it, and mm-hmm. I really like that about you know about that character. Yeah, and this whole show, it, it, the humor has edge. Mm-hmm. I think in in a way that it, it doesn't necessarily play safe, especially for an ABC show. 
um, which kind of makes sense why, why it's being paired with Don't Trust the Bee mm-hmm. in Apartment 23. They both are a bit raunchier and they play a lot more with, with dialogue. I mean, one of the things that I love the most about Happy Endings is how improvisational it feels. Well, and we found out from, you know, last season for our Afterbus show, we had Adam Pally and Zach Knighton that each called in at different times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they told us that they actually do improv a little bit. I mean, you know, they because they get different versions of the script and they go through it and they do hundreds and hundreds of takes. And sometimes it's the improv that makes it in. Mm-hmm. And when we have the writers in, the thing that I like about this group of people is, you know, there's no ego there. They don't seem, at, at least that's what they're telling us, but yeah. they don't seem to be offended by that because they all appreciate each other's talent. They're just trying to make so, the best show that they can. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially in, you know, with sitcoms and stuff, I mean, there are tons and tons of writers. Mm-hmm. So for your episode to get, you know, for your writing to get chosen to be in the episode is, is a really big deal. Yeah. And so then, I could see why you don't necessarily want somebody messing with that too much. Absolutely. But, you know, but you also want to let the talent, you know, kind of go with it and make it even, you know, because even a small little twist to something. And, you know, they talk to us about that, which I think is, you know, it's great because it's just that's what makes the character, I think, more rounded yeah. is when they have the, you know, the, you know, when they are allowed to do it that. It makes them feel more real, mm-hmm. really, you know. It's it's whatever is the most natural thing that can come out of an actor's mouth, I think, produces the the highest quality performance. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, one of my all time favorite shows is Friday Night Lights. And that was one, like one of the very first shows where actors could feel free to r- kind of twist the lines however they needed to to make them feel real. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel like Happy Endings is as a comedy. You know, I never doubt these people for a second, and I never doubt that they're friends, and I know that they're friends off offset as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 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 a very tight group, from from what I've heard, anyway. Right? Uh, yeah, and they seem to be, and um, I think also what's very great about this show is that there's not necessarily a standout. Yeah. There's, they each. It seems that they each the storylines get divvied up pretty evenly. So we get to know all of them pretty equally and they're all such talented people anyway and they're you know they work so well as a unit. I like that it doesn't necessarily have like the one person in the forefront. Absolutely. You know, you know and it's not afraid to take it's not afraid to take risks with the characters at the end of last season, you know, Brad lost his job. It's really mm-hmm. going to change the dynamic of his marriage to Jane, which I'm really excited to see this season. Right. Um, you know, it it doesn't have to always be a romantic change. They're they're not sitting on their laurels these writers in in giving these people fresh stories to play. Right. I mean, Max bought a limo for extra cash cuz exactly. he didn't want to get a real job. No, any any <laughs> any kept it. And he keeps fi- they keep finding new and creative ways ways to do that you know with yeah. valentine's day he had the package with the hot tub <laughs> dragon behind his his limo yeah yeah which and that's so how you know he ran into grant exactly again, and that how that you know that whole thing started and you know alex had you know the whole valentine's day massacre episode mm-hmm. was hilarious it was a really great episode when alex got mistaken for a prostitute <laughs> uh, no she, oh yeah no and i'm thinking of the the halloween episode where she got mistaken for a drag queen oh yeah she gets mistaken a lot <laughs> Always again, yeah. and you know they don't play up that she's supposed to be the hot one, and no. she always put her like in the restaurant with her face messy eating. Exactly, no, that is what I love. Like she's, and I think this is her first comedic role. It is, so she's really kind of going at it and yeah. really wants to get deep in there. She's and playing against type, and and is just fearless in pursuing you know the the ditzy moments or like the less than glamorous moments, and she's just so good at them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just want to I just want to take a moment uh, to talk about iTunes, mm-hmm. if I may. Um, after buzzers, uh, please like and subscribe on iTunes. You know, please le- leave us comments. We love you. You're our lifeblood. You're the reason why we do this show. Um, tell a friend that uh, that we're doing this show, and uh, yeah, please continue to watch us. We love, love, love having you. Yes, download for free. You can subscribe for free and you can join in the conversation with us and tell us what you think about, you know, last season and what you hope to see for the new one. Absolutely. So we have a uh, a little bit of a preview yes. that we want to share with you guys that is amazing. And, uh, you mean amazing? <laughs> no, that's gone. It's we gone. No, it's it's gone. over. We amazing did it. Amazing is no more. It's dead. <laughs> I got a bird. White power. He's racist. Marriage is between a man and a woman. And a bit homophobic. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And that tears it for me. (laughs) Max, those were my Tibetan mood rings. I'm sorry, Alex. It's okay. Turns out I'm not that upset about it. (laughs) (laughs) Again, love, love, love this show. Yeah. You know, who has a racist homophobic parrot? I certainly do. Of course Alex does. Of course she does. Of course she does. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so let's start talking about season three. There's been, there've been a lot of things released or leaked about the coming season that we know about. We have a lot of spoiler alerts, you guys. So if you're not really Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yes. Don't get mad if we tell you something you didn't want to know. Because we just told you, (laughs) Sir Richard Wentworth just told you very loudly, get out if you don't want to know. So the show has had some really great guest stars. Yes. The parents have been fantastic, and I have been very anxious to meet the Kirkoviches. Yes. And I am very, very excited by this casting choice. Please Um, lay it on me. So Jane and Alex's dad is going to be played by the amazing Christopher McDonald. Yes. Happy Gilmore is my favorite. I think of is it, it really? It is. Yeah. I, Shooter McGavin will <sighs> live forever. And they're like, it, it, it just makes so much sense because they, they, especially Jane is just so very sort of waspy. Mm-hmm. Like you can see that. I'm really, really stoked. Yes. I'm very excited about that. And he's a very high status guy. Yes. And their mother is going to be Julie Haggerty, who was on Airplane. Oh if you God. remember Airplane. Yes, of which course. She's fantastic. She was also, she also played Ryan Reynolds' mother in Just Friends. And mm-hmm. she was amazing yeah she is she's fantastic so they i'm get, really excited about that yeah they get amazing people on this show you know uh fred willard obviously mm-hmm. and Megan Mullally, whose appearances last season were just so awesome absolutely yeah. and i think with uh, julie haggerty it's going to be great because she's if you are familiar with her the characters that she plays mm-hmm. it gives you an idea of where alex gets her quirkiness from oh absolutely so i think it's going to be perfect yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that i really hope that they come back again and we get to see some more parental mixing like we did uh with uh with dave's dad and penny's mom mm-hmm. not necessarily dating each other right but you know these kids all grew up they all grew up together so these parents all know each other right. and have opinions about mm-hmm. each other and i'd love to see more of that color well you know and one I mean? thing that um we found out is that apparently jane's dad is very hard on you know for any he doesn't really like anybody he doesn't really yeah. approve of anybody so brad's kind of given up he's mm-hmm. over it he's not trying to impress this man anymore yeah so just kind of see that interaction in the way brad is I'm especially him not having a job now oh yeah i'm gonna be he's gonna uh, be yeah. really on the defensive <laughs> you know and and now of course uh jane is going to be getting a new job too mm-hmm. um albeit briefly she and penny are going to be going uh car shopping and jane is going to be so uh, addicted to to wheeling and dealing that she lands herself a job at a car dealership at the car czar. 
Love it. Yes. Played, uh, of course, by... Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry. I almost said Rob <laughs> Hubel, and he's been on this show too. But it was—I knew it wasn't, and I was—I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that on my first Happy Endings podcast. Uh, already messing up. Oh, come on. <laughs> but Rob Cordry is hilarious and fantastic. Yes. And I had the pleasure of actually meeting him on a red carpet once, oh, and, awesome. and his lovely wife, and they're just amazing. And if you're familiar with um, any of the online stuff he does, you know you definitely have to check it out because he's super funny. And we found out he's at least going to be on for two episodes. Yes. So We'll see how long her car dealership job lasts. We'll see a little development there. But mm-hmm. I think that she'd be really good. At, she's just so aggressive. Mm-hmm. She's just so aggressive. I feel like she would throw you into that car and not let you leave <laughs> until you put down a down payment. And Well, I saw an interview with her and um, Damon Wayans Jr. And they were kind of talking about her new job a little bit mm-hmm. and asking if she was going to kind of bring her type A personality in. And, yeah. you know, she said, yeah, there's going to be a lot of kind of weird things that go on at that dealership. That's so awesome. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, I know. No, um, Damon Wayans said, uh, Damon Wayans Jr. said in a, a red carpet interview that uh, Brad may be getting a puppet at some point this season. Um, yes. Yes. It's, his name is Sinbrad. Sinbrad, <laughs> which is the greatest name of anything ever. I will shout it from the rooftop, Sinbrad. Yes, Sim, Does, yes, Sinbrad. And he also gets a special guest um, credit for it because he's the ventriloquist voice of oh, Sinbrad. That's so awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Is he wearing a windbreaker? He is totally looks like um. You guys will have to look it up online. We'll we'll put, we'll uh, tweet the link out. But there is yes. a picture of a Brad and Sin Brad, and he's you know sporting a you know high top fro, and he's got total nineties geared That's out. So, so awesome! I'm excited to I'm excited to see this. Yeah. Um, um let me see what. So we've got... Yes, he has the high top fade. Sin Brad. Awesome. Excited for that. Um, So at the end of last season, we had the end of the year of Penny, but Penny is... Not all things are looking down for Penny. In fact, she may be getting a long-term boyfriend. For at least six episodes, we know. Well, hey, that's a lifetime. That is a lifetime in happy endings time. So it looks like the the season's going to start out with Penny being in a full body cast. Oh, my God. So (laughs) we will see how that happens. Yeah. But I really wanted Brian Austin Green to come back. And if you remember, he had a leg cast. Yeah. So I'm wondering why why are they in casts? I don't know. Well, he was was an extreme sports guy. So maybe she was trying to, you know, be more like her man or if they were dating or whatever. Right. And just, whoops. I don't know. Tumble down a tumble we'll down a mountain. See. I know that he's going to make another appearance back and, you know, we'll kind of I, maybe wrap that up, so kind of mm-hmm. see what happens with that. And then, you know, coming in around episode five is going to be a new love interest for Penny, who is actually going to be played by Nick Zano. Oh, wow. And he, yeah. was, on, he was on Two bo- Broke Girls, yeah? Yeah, he was on Two Broke Girls. And, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be love at first sight, though. Yeah. Penny, you know, kind of, I think she's going to think she's a little bit too good for him at the beginning. But that's good, because usually Penny, for whatever reason, finds herself chasing these guys that don't right. deserve her. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily, I mean, he's hot, trust me, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. But I just, I, I don't know if I'm if I'm going to like that dynamic. Well, we'll we will wait and see. Yeah, we'll see. Because I'm, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about his character, really. So I'm excited yeah. to kind of see, you know, what does he do for a living? Where is she going to meet him? What's yeah. going on? So. What what does the the boyfriend of Penny that we actually see for more than an episode look like? Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah. Well, it's true. And we also, um, 
hear that there is going to be another guest star that comes on, and she's going to be Max's replacement Penny while Penny is out of commission. That and her sounds full body delightful. <laughs> but she turns out to be super psycho, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's, she's like a um, uh, single white female. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her name is Nicole, but Max pronounces it Nickel because it's five times as much as Penny. <laughs> I like it. I like the logic. I see it. (laughs) There it is in the booth. (laughs) Boomtown. So, you know, Max needs a friend to hang out with, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of intermittent. And we find it since Brad doesn't have a job, you know, there's going to be a lot more storylines with the two of them hanging out. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're going to form a new band because Mm -hmm. Mandana is no more. Mandana is history, which is such a shame because their performance last season was spectacular. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm trying to find, give me a second, the name of the new band. Forgive me. I have too much information in front of me right right now. I'm going to vamp. I'm (laughs) vamping. I'm a vampire (laughs) of vamping. I will vamp so hard that you'll be vamp. And uh, okay, now that I'm roll. looking too far. Now you're looking for it. You can't, can't find can't it. Find you can't it. find so it. Let's move on. Let's move on to Dave and Alex, mm. who left the end of last season holding hands. Shocker of the year. He, she left him at the altar. How can this work? How can this be? I know. How can well, this Well, I think we need it, though, because we yeah. didn't really get, little by little, throughout this last season, we we kind of found a little bit about the relationship, but we really don't know what happened. Yeah, we came in at the end. Yeah, so we don't know what happened. We didn't really get a whole breakup mm-hmm. or, or anything, and they haven't really rebounded with anyone. Not I know, really. but I, I'm just, so. I'm worried about them. I don't. I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to be. You know, when you break up and you kind of get back together, then you I break know, up. And it's, I you, know. Then you remember why you broke up. But it wasn't just a breakup. It was a. It was. It, well, it wasn't a divorce. But, so yeah, it was a breakup. But, I think, but, but I'm hoping that we'll get some answers and yeah. find out why she rollerbladed out of there. That's true. And knowing our <laughs> knowing this writing staff, we will probably they wouldn't take this turn uh-huh. if it wasn't for good reason. And That's true. The good reason being great character development. So, so we'll see. We'll see something. Well, and I like that it kind of puts on hold the whole Penny and Dave thing. Yeah. You know, let's let Penny kind of branch out, date a little bit more. You know, she bought her new condo last mm-hmm. season. She's kind of coming She's getting a new own. car. Exactly. Yeah. So let's let her, you know, kind of morph into that grown-up she wants to be a little bit more. Exactly. You know, because, once, because once they pull the trigger on Penny and Dave, that's either till the end of series or it's going to be a major development if they break up. Like, it's going to be hard... To revert to, you know, we're just happy having fun and dating after right. that happens. Well, and that could be detrimental to their to their group. Absolutely, you know, and, so. and we don't want to fracture them. No, so I like that they that they kind of have have gone this way instead of jumping into that Penny and Dave thing because it was very controversial. A lot of people didn't like it, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. So, you know, we'll kind of see where that goes. But I don't th- I don't think it'll last too long. Okay, we'll see. And then there was talk about a possible. Apartment 23 and, and um, Happy, Happy Endings, Endings crossover, crossover episode. Which I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I, you know, I I, I love that James Vanderbeek is playing a, a twisted out version of himself. Yes. I, kudos to him. I can I agree with you there. Hilarious. I think they need to find a way to balance that with the rest of the show. Um, 
you know, it's it's a very funny show, and I think they're starting to figure out what it's about mm-hmm. um, from what I've seen of of the new season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I think that any crossover episode they do would be great. I think that uh, that Brad and Max would freak out if they met James Vanderbeek. <laughs> well, here's the, some of the ideas floating around okay. um, that TVGuide.com was reporting on. Hit me. That... At the end of one of the episodes in this season, you'll, we'll, we'll catch the gang watching Dawson's Creek. And they're going to be like, that was such a good show. Whatever happened to that guy? Mm-hmm. You know, referring to James Van Der Exactly. And, you know, they each have some theories about what he's doing. And then they go and then it'll go right into Apartment 23. And okay. we'll kind of see what he's doing. You know, and then there's a couple other things that they're, you know, maybe finding out that since James Vanderbeek's character on Apartment 23 is on a Dancing with the Stars tour, mm-hmm. that they'll he'll kind of, they'll come to Chicago and he'll all of a sudden be running into Alex everywhere. Okay. And then a possible kind of love connection and, you know, Max gets jealous mm-hmm. and tries to break it up because they spread a rumor that James Vanderbeek is gay. So, you know, this whole thing and that's whole a whole big thing. I, I can idea. see it now. I can see it. I mean, it's, it's playing out yeah. in my head. And I, I can see that happening. I like that better than the first one because that's really more of like a through line than it is a crossover, but um, definitely exciting times for Don't Trust the Bee and Mm -hmm. Happy Endings fans. I like that pairing. I think it's it's definitely going to I think it's definitely the most interesting of them, because like we we don't want to see Penny chase after the James Vanderbeek of that show. Right. You know, like I think him and Alex would definitely be uh, very, very funny. Mm -hmm. I do want to talk really briefly about, uh, about After Buzz. We've got 50 different shows. Including an after show for Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Yes, airing weekly, which mm-hmm. is astounding. One and a half million daily downloads, 11 million a week worldwide. Um, so if you love happy endings, you probably love another show that we do an after show for. Absolutely. There's yeah. a, you know, the new fall season is out. Tons of great shows. Revenge mm-hmm. is back. Yes. There's um, Nashville that just started. People are loving. Yeah. The Walking Dead just started mm-hmm. again this weekend. You know, we've got Homeland going and Dexter. Um, I know 210 is back. Gossip Girl. Absolutely. So if if you love our show, you know, check, take some time, check out some of the other shows for the shows that you watch. I guarantee you will have a great time listening to them or watching them and uh, definitely keep coming back for our show as well. Absolutely. So Brad and Max are going to launch Boys to Menorah. Boys to Menorah? <laughs> are you kidding? No. That's awesome. You heard it here first. That's awesome. Now... Let's let's take a look okay. at this. Now, this is interesting because if you check out the poster with that we just we just put up for you guys to check out the new yeah. poster for Happy Endings. Look at the positioning of everyone. Oh, you can see it right there. See right smack in the middle that yeah. little love triangle that they were teasing us with last season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it is going to come back. I think it's I think it's definitely going to come back, but probably not till mid-season. Right. Or, you know, maybe a cliffhanger for the end yeah. or something like that. Something like that. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they can really get out of this season, you know, without having a significant development there. Right. You don't want that to be a red herring. You can't leave it for too long. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely going to be a lot of fun to see. Well, definitely just in time for the holidays. One of my favorite things that I'm looking forward to, aside from Thanksgiving dinner itself, mm-hmm. is going to be the Thanksgiving episode of Happy Endings because we are going to get some flashbacks of the past and we are going to find out that, again, big spoiler alert, that Brad. Spoiler alert! <laughs> 
Spoiler alert. Get this, that Brad and Jade met on the real world Sacramento. Yes. That's fantastic. How amazing is that going to be? Oh, God. I'm so, I love this show so much. How has it been gone this long? I know. It, it, the finale was back in April, <laughs> and we're not getting anything until next week. I can't. Yeah. It's, it has it's been, been six whole months. So, so long. And, I mean, we're going to see that we're going to see flashbacks and if you remember from last season they kind of did a flashback to yeah. them when they were younger and you know Jane was all Gwen Stefani out with the pink hair and all that mm-hmm. so we'll see a little bit more of that Brad I think has crazy dreadlocks oh yeah and then also in the Thanksgiving episode apparently um, Dave's wallet and car get stolen by pilgrims <laughs> by pilgrims like real life pilgrims I don't know we'll see if that well I don't know you know happy we'll endings you crazy hamster you I don't know why I called you a hamster happy endings I'm really You're not really a hamster excited for next week yeah. so and we'll have hopefully our whole crew will be back yes, with us next week yes all four of us should be here next week yeah so make sure to go to iTunes download us leave comments you can comment on YouTube as well we want to know what you think we want to know you know what are you excited about because yes. I'm excited it's going to be a great season let your friends know let's get everybody around the computer to listen to this podcast okay everybody thank you so much for listening uh, I am Matt Lieberman uh, on Twitter that's at M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N, and as always... And you can find me at Kelly with an I-E-079. Thank you guys so much for listening. Good night. And don't forget to follow AfterBuzz at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter. Please do. Please and thank you. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.